official FNRW or A League women's show. Josh, I almost made a mistake. <laughs> Josh Parrish is my host today. I'm Pekua Frimpong. Josh, are you excited? I'm very excited. And don't worry about the naming conventions because I don't think the uh, the league's official platforms are uh, really keeping consistent no, about I, that. I have seen that on Twitter. <laughs> there has been some shaky, you know, moments for them. But you know, mm. we've got a whole season, a very exciting season coming. Teething up. problems, exactly. You know. We did start a little behind, so we're going to go straight into our first guest, Melbourne City superstar, defender, amazing. It's last season she wasn't playing, bad injury. Chelsea, Chelsea Bissett, how are you? Sorry for the late start. How are you feeling? I'm good, thank you, and seriously, not a problem at all. I didn't have much else going on for tonight, so it's seriously not a problem. Well, with Melbourne out of lockdown, there surely there is much like there's more you're doing. Like I know Queensland, you're up in Queensland for your injury recovery. What were you yes. doing up in Queensland? Um, I was in Queensland with my boyfriend. So my boyfriend lives up in Queensland. That's why I was rehabbing up there. And that's why I'd spent my off season before I had done my ACL. And I just really love it up there. I love the environment. I love the weather. That's one thing I'm not <laughs> back getting used to yet. But yeah, it was a really great place for me to kind of clear my head and really focus and work hard on my rehab. And I'm so happy to be back in Melbourne ready. Well, not ready in preseason. Now, uh, down here in Melbourne, Chelsea, we're, uh, we're very parochial about uh, hoping to see local players come through at their local club. You're from Albury-Wodonga, so my question is, which side of the uh, Victorian-New South Wales border are you from? I'm from the um, New South Wales side. Oh, no. Oh, I thought we had yes. a Victorian player coming through. I'm sorry. Uh, I can no longer support your career in the W. No, Josh, no, Josh, Chelsea, Josh, uh, Josh, it's please. fantastic to have you uh, coming back from injury, playing in the heart of that city defence. How's the knee feeling? I know you had a long road to recovery. Um, the knee's feeling great at the moment. I'm back to full contact training. So I've been training with the girls. If it's nothing happened, um, and I really haven't had any issues with it since coming back into full training, which is a big positive. Um, but, yeah, I can't complain. I'm having a ball being back in training, doing back what I love. It was like the first training session back, I was like a headless chick. I was, she couldn't. I was like running around everywhere. I was like, give me the ball, give me the ball. But, yeah, it's been good. Chelsea, you're coming back. What was it like seeing all the girls again and, be, like, finally being in that like family atmosphere at the club. What was that like for you? Oh, it was amazing to see everyone again. It just felt like home for me. City has always provided me with an environment of just like that feeling of homeliness and comfort and some an environment that I can push myself in. So seeing everyone was seriously amazing. And it's not even just seeing like old plays and seeing all the new plays coming in at the moment, I'm actually staying in like a house with a lot of the girls. So it's kind of been nice having like a new bonding experience and getting to know the new young girls that are coming through and, you know, just reconnecting with everyone in the team and the staff. And it's just been great. See, Chelsea, I can imagine if I was hadn't, so staying at a house with all my friends, we would be throwing parties left, right and centre. But you guys are... <laughs> professional footballers so you've got to tell me what's the atmosphere like in a house full of professional footballers but are all fairly young and living their best lives 
Um, it's actually really good. Like a couple of us are doing uni. Um, a couple of us are just, um, have taken uni off. So, you know, we got a bit of a mix in the house, but it's just like lots of fun. You know, I think everyone's great with like giving each other personal space and making sure that we're not too on top of each other just because we spend so many hours of the day with each other. But, you know, we always try and set aside time to do like fun housings, like bowling or, you know, our big game at the moment is Monopoly deal. So that's as exciting as our life gets when it comes to outside of football. But it's also fun like to experience new things with the girls because a lot of the girls obviously for living in a house where interstate. So, you know, going places where they've never been before and seeing things they've never seen. And even though I'm still classified as interstate, you know, Melbourne girl at heart, you know, did my year 11 and 12 here. I lived here on and off for four years. So it's nice to show the girls around and stuff as well. You mentioned Monopoly there. Uh, that has yeah. uh, caused a few divisions in my household. Uh, I can't imagine a group of very competitive professional athletes going at it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it gets a bit heated to be fair, but we all love it. We'll play it anyway. Is there anyone who's banned from being the banker or, you know, uh, known no, to... No, because uh... it's Monopoly deal. It's okay. a bit different. It's like a card game. Right, okay. So no one really is the banker and stuff, which I think helps because... I think we would have some girls probably sneaking some money. <laughs> See, I've tried to play Monopoly before. I've only played Monopoly twice in my life because I'm shocking at it. And I try to play with my friends and I had no idea how much money you're supposed to give away if you're trying to buy a property. Chelsea, normal Monopoly, are you good at normal Monopoly or is it is your skills limited to Monopoly, Monopoly deal? Well, my skills are actually just limited to you know, but... I don't really play normal Monopoly too much. I think every time I play normal Monopoly, I just get bored. <laughs> so it normally doesn't end too well. And in my household back at home, it ends in fights and crying because we're all really competitive. So I wish choose to normally stay away. So tell us a little bit about uh, the preparations for the season. Kicks off in just a few weeks. Uh, are you down at, at Casey Fields in the in the new training facility there? Yeah, so currently we are down at Casey. We're training at the new facilities. At the moment, um, our new building isn't built, but the temporary facilities we have is so it's really great. It's really accommodating. Um, the fields are really nice. And it's just like great to have like our own little space and to be out to the new facility. It was really nice to be able to actually go and see it and train there and, you know, really try and make Casey home. Yeah. See, I live down that way, Chelsea, and I used to go to Casey Fields a lot and I used to get lost every single time. When you got there the first time, did you get lost or were you pretty good with your directions? No, I 100% got lost. I had to, we had to text a couple of the other girls that actually found their way to the fields and were like, where, where are we going? We have no clue where we are, but I was in the right vicinity, just not the right field. It's because they've got like 500 footy fields and then they 10 do. million car parks. By the time you start walking, you feel like you've walked all around Melbourne trying to figure out where you're supposed to go. Yeah, that's makes three yeah, of us. I got lost as well. Yeah. So, um, it's, so Charles- I've got a down pat now. <laughs> exactly. It's important. Uh, there's a, a slightly interesting issue that's arisen this season among uh, A-League women's fans. Uh, it seems to divide opinion. The idea of the double header, uh, the A-League women's game as the lead up to the A-League men's game, uh, from your perspective as a player, do you like playing in the in the double headers? I really don't mind personally. I think I try and concentrate more on the game. I think at the time than sort of 
anything else. But I actually really do like playing in a double header. I feel like the atmosphere can really increase in a double header, especially I understand it's a bit, you know, it's a bit controversial just because especially like the men's game, you know, we're always the opener for the men. But, you know, you kind of get to start to build it of an atmosphere. We get to play at Amy Park. We get to have the big stadium experience. I would love for us to have standalone games at Amy. That would obviously have be a big statement for um, the new competition in A-League women. But I think at the moment, doubleheaders for me is just showing unity of the club, you know, showing that, you know, the men and the women at the club are equal and, you know, we're all playing at the one time, the one, or not at the one time, but we're playing at the one place, you know, they come beforehand and support us. We stay back after and support them. So I view it as more of like a club unity thing than anything. I wanted to ask you about some of the young players coming through in this squad. I mean, you are, of course, amongst them, but uh, uh, one girl I, I saw quite a bit of in the MPLW last season playing for the FV Emerging side was Caitlin Karich, who's just uh, grease lightning on the wing there. How's she adapted to the professional environment? Is she training with you yet? Yeah, yeah. Caitlin's been training with us since the start. She's been doing a really good job. I think you can definitely tell that she isn't an adapter like she is adapting, you know, it's not easy adapting, especially being so young. I remember when I was like my first year and adapting to a different training load, a different training style. It's a different intensity altogether, but she's seriously doing a great job and like props to her for, you know, being, you know, in such a intense environment and just giving it her all. Well, Chelsea, I was listening to some of your interviews before the start of today's show and you said you're going to be back in January what is your expectations for yourself for the rest of for the season once it kicks off for you? Um, for me, I am a little bit perfectionist that I think everyone is when they kind of are at this level. You know, they always just want to push themselves and be the best. My goal is just to go out and try and play my best and just have fun. I think that's the one thing that I've like learned from my recovery is that football is fun and football is supposed to be fun. And yes, you know, sometimes it's not as fun, you know, if you're not winning or you're not performing. But, you know, you play football at the end of the day because we love the game. And I think that's definitely one thing that has opened my eyes a lot during recovery. So I'm just excited to play 90 minutes or 45 minutes and build into it and just go back to doing what I love, especially because it's just been out of it for so long. And what about long-term kind of career aspirations there at Chelsea? I mean, uh, the center of defense for the Matildas is always a, a question that comes up. Do we have the depth? Who are the players coming through? Is it your ambition to, to one day play for the green and gold? Or are you just thinking immediate term coming back from injury? I like to kind of put my goals into sort of short term to equal long term. Yeah. So at the moment, I think my short term goals is obviously play and start playing well, but then, I think that if my short-term goals come together, then it'll sort of succeed to my long-term goal. And I think, you know, it's every young footballer's dream to put on the green and gold and to push for that home World Cup. And I think it's something that I definitely want and it's something I'm definitely going to fight for. But at the moment, that is in the back of my mind and I would really love just to get a season and under my belt and a good season and just enjoy myself before I guess any of that happens because at the moment, I just don't think that's at like the front of my mind. I think at the front of my mind is just playing and enjoying myself and I feel like if I succeed in those two things and then the rest will follow. Well, Chelsea, thank you for joining us on our first edition of Radio Dub. 
I, for one, am very excited to see you play this season. I was a little bit sad not to see you play last season. I have no doubt you'll be playing for the Matildas very soon because you have a lot of amazing talent. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll have our heads on that break now. Thanks, Thank Chelsea. You. All right, we'll take a break here on Radio Dub. On the other side, who are we talking to, Pakua? Well, Josh, we'll leave. Let the, let the fans uh, wait and see. Um, I'll, we'll, we'll announce it then. Don't worry about it. Title, I will let everybody know. You don't like you, Radio Dub? I, I like it, but Josh, we need to. We're here for vibes, so we need a, a title that fits the vibe. Music, we're going to have a cool, cool one like the A League Men's mm. preview show. That was, I like that, like that, Lockie. Um, Josh, A League Women's season starts very, very soon. I'm, I look at the clock and I'm like, geez, I thought we this final was just the other day. I think it's been an off-season drought uh, of epic proportions. I, I miss it. I have to say I miss it. It's such a short season. Well, it goes past so quick. It's a you short, blink and you miss it. It's a short season, but us, you know, women's football fans, we are watching the highlights every day. Mm. So it feels like I'm constantly in the season. I'm reliving it all the time. <laughs> well, we did have the Matildas come yep. back onto Australian soil. It was quite nice to see them. I love watching Steph Catley play as an Arsenal um, fan. What were your thoughts of seeing the, uh, the women's play? I thought uh, there were some green shoots, some positive signs. I don't think they've um, figured it out quite yet with Tony Gustafsson, um, but there was a little bit more ambition to play through the lines, and Kyra Cooney-Cross looked incredible Fantastic. at number six. So uh, I was impressed by what I saw. What, what did you think for, from the two matches against Brazil? Because I think the, the first match, obviously they got a win. The second match, Brazil played more of their first choice team and it was a lot tougher for the Matildas to play out. There's a little bit of uh, chaos at the back there at times, but I, I thought it was a lot more entertaining to watch at least than what we saw at the Olympics. I, I There was positives for me. There were more individual players that I was impressed with as opposed to saying the whole team impressed me. I was a little bit um, defensively. I'm always a little bit shaky on the Matildas just because I think that the middle of the park, we have not really solidified um, what we want to do in the midfield. But we've got two years. Let's say a year and a half realistically to find out what what we want the system to be. So I'm going to be optimistic, but I'm a little bit reserved in my optimism at the moment. There's, there's still some way to go. I think there are players that need to find their their role under Gustafsson. There are players I still think who can come back in from the cold, mm. like Alex Chidiak, like Definitely. Katrina Gorey from her absence due to having a kid. So, um, you know, there's there's a lot to, to think about going forward to really get that midfield composition down pat and everything to clip properly. The centre of defence, I'm still not sure if we go with that same pair. But Bakur, we do have another interview oh, guest. I... I tell you what, I'm excited for the upcoming interview. Well, you know, I think we just had no, a uh, technical fault I'm there. Honest, just we've, as we've we had thought some, we had them, we've had some technical difficulties tonight. But it's okay. It's the first show. We are a show running on pure vibes, so sometimes the vibes do slow down. But it's okay. You brought up one of my favorite players last season, Alex Chidiak. She seems to not be in favor mm. from Gustafsson. Not doesn't seem to be a player he wants to play. 
but I think she would be very useful and very helpful for this team. What are your mm. thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think she's been left out for too long. Uh, she's had a couple of overseas moves that didn't work out. Uh, she's in Japan now, not playing that much. When you look at the online resources from the Wii League over in Japan, <laughs> the new Women's League, Women's Empowerment League, they're really going hard with that branding. I like that. I like that. Um, but... You know, she's been left out of squads. She's been on the bench. She's been playing at left wing back at times for Jeff United Chiba, which is not Alex Chidiak's position. No. So I, I think it's a shame that her overseas moves haven't panned out the way she wanted. I mean, it made so many headlines with that Atletico Madrid yeah. move, uh, but then she, she didn't make the squad that often. So uh, I guess it's hard to justify selecting her if she's not playing regular football. But still, she has qualities She's that other midfielders tremendous in midfielder. the Matildas squad don't necessarily have at their disposal. Well, Alex Chidiak, amazing midfielder. We actually also have an amazing midfielder forward. I don't know what her like, full title position. We're going to ask her. We have Mackenzie Hawksby on Sydney FC star on the line. Mackenzie, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for having me on. No, it's okay. Mackenzie, I do apologise for you coming on so late on. I did say 7.30. You got pushed back, but... <laughs> You seem to be chill about it. What are your thoughts of our time delay on FNR? Are we, would we pass the check as professional athletes? <laughs> you guys do. No, that's no stress at all. Technical problems happen, happen all the time, so no, nah, that's no stress. What that's would no we have racked up in fines at Sydney FC, Mackenzie, if we'd, uh, we'd been this late to train? Well, well, 15 minutes late is a bit late, so you may be racked up in a bit of fines at Sydney, but no, nah, no, nah, it's no stress at all, no stress. <laughs> <laughs> no stress. Well, last season, you guys had an amazing season. Didn't finish the way you wanted to, but still to come runners-up, to be premiers, you know, was still an amazing feat. What were your thoughts on the overall season last year? Yeah, I think last season was oh, it was an unbelievable season. We had such a young squad, and I think that we sort of we sort of proved even ourselves wrong. We knew we had such a strong squad, but without any internationals or any Matildas, yeah, well, I think we we sort of we did so well, and I'm so happy with the with with how we did, and we did win the Premiership, which was something that we've we've been eyeing off. Sydney has didn't win that for ten years, so to win to win that was amazing. Yeah, and we had such a good run. You know, we had an unbeaten run of I think it was six seven games at the start. So yeah, we just we had we had an unbelievable season. It obviously wasn't ideal not winning um, the championship, but even even so, um, we had such a good run even in the grand final. It was an exciting game, and yeah, I'm super happy with the season last season. Personally, as well, it's an outstanding campaign, Mackenzie. Have you watched the grand final back, or is it too kind of raw still to, to go there? Yeah, look, I, I have I haven't watched it back because it was a bit hard to watch mm. um, to watch it in the end. I did watch some highlights of um, of Jada Wyman because I think she's incredible. Some of the saves she made, but oh. I haven't got back to watching the whole game because it was a bit of a sad ending. But um, but I'm sure I'll come, I'll watch it eventually, maybe. Maybe soon, just to not yet, but maybe maybe <laughs> another another couple of months. Still a bit, still a bit raw. So no, nah, I haven't watched it yet, though. Well, I know you said you haven't watched it, but I've I've watched it a few times and I've seen the highlights. And I will say your performance in the grand final was amazing, um, which equals up to your whole season. Really, you had an amazing season last year. What is something that you think you need to elevate to even have an even better season than you did uh, last season? Yeah, look, last season was a breakout season for me. I um, was lucky to get a lot of starts, and I was super grateful to, to, to play a lot. I was under sort of Teresa Teresa's wing, and I was playing next to two amazing midfielders of Claire Wheeler and Teresa Plyer. So I so 
felt really comfortable and safe um, last year and I had you know such good experience around me. They really guided me and helped me. But obviously this season, they're both not at Sydney FC. So this season, I'm looking to you know a bit, a bit more of a leader um, in the midfield. Um, yeah, I'm looking to score, be a bit more attacking, score more goals as well and just step up my game stats-wise and hopefully like can put myself on radars for um, national teams in the future-wise for 2023 especially. So yeah, I just, I want to help the team as much as I can and sort of, sort of be a bit more of an experienced player this year. I had, I think last season was such a good um, learning experience for me, but it did really, ha- it really has built my confidence for this season. Um, we have a lot of new players in our team, such we have such a good squad this season as well. So it's it's really good gelling with new players in the midfield and playing again with some quality players. Like we've re- retained a lot of our players, so yeah, I'm I'm looking to to just become better and better each season. I do want to get a, a couple couple goals under my belt and yeah, just to improve overall. Well, Mackenzie, I have no doubt that's going to happen. But I've got to ask the serious question. What type of leader are you? Are you the leader who goes by example? Are you, you know, you speak a lot? Like, what's your, like, leadership style? Yeah, look, I, I wouldn't say I, I, I speak a lot. I'm trying to speak a lot now this season, um, especially. I try to lead by example. Um, I really do try to work hard. Um, I put a lot of emphasis on working hard at training and, like, training how you play in the game. So that's something that I do. I think for more of a role model than anything, I am. I would say I'm quite a loud person, but I, I, I don't necessarily talk a lot, but I am adding that to my game because it is something that, especially in the midfield, um, you need to talk. So that's something that I'm adding to my game. But, yeah, definitely I would say more leading by training. I try to, try to just, you know, speak a bit more, but also, like, lead the younger girls because I am... I am 21 now, so there is a few younger girls in the team. So I try to lead as do the older girls in the team. So yeah, more, more leading of example, I would say. Well, you do have to grow up quickly in in the W League, don't you? Or the A League Women's, yeah. we're calling it now, because uh, some of those players make their debuts so young. I mean, in the A League, you know, 21 year in the in the men's, the 21 year olds have barely broken into the first team yet, and here you are, a, a veteran, trying to bring up the youngsters. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. We have some. It's very young age in the W now. We have so many young girls in our team at Sydney, and they're honestly they're such good players. So it, it is really exciting though to have to have all these younger girls. Um, I didn't break in, so I was a little bit older, so I was about 19, and that is still fairly young. But now the, the age is a lot younger. So yeah, I feel I do feel a bit older. I'm not the oldest, but um, I'm sort of in the middle age, I would say. Um, so yeah, it, it's good to have a lot of young girls around. We have a really balanced squad of um, like young girls and old girls so it's good well you're saying you're the middle age and you're 21 see I'm 21 and like I always feel like I'm the youngest in every crowd what is what do you do as a group having like a range of ages what do you do as like a bonding experience before the start of the season or during the season yeah look we have we have had a couple sessions um, on the beach, at Maroubra Beach. So we do go out for breakfast after in pre-season. So that's something that we've done. Uh, we've maintained last season and this season. We do like to... We honestly get along really, really well. Like, we've had a real core group around the group for a couple of years now. I've played with a lot of them for so many years. So when you come into the Sydney environment, it is it is like a family. Like, you, we do have a lot of, you know, going out for breakfasts, going out for coffees... Um, and yeah, so it is. We have, it's very, we're very tight as a group. So if you do come in, like it doesn't matter if you're, you know, 30 or you're 15. Like you're always, you'll fit in easily because we, we do um, 
hang out with so many people. So it is good to have, um, it, we're lucky in Sydney to have such a, a good experience with all the older girls and younger girls getting along. So it is really good. Well, Mackenzie, I was looking back at your, into your last interview on FNR and it was our breakfast show. I don't know if you remember it, but you brought up the fact that your group chat, you have a group chat that's a bit active and you had a Claire Wheeler joke uh, about a wheelbarrow. I want to know, is the group chat still active and are there any funny uh, memes that you can share with us? Yeah, the group chat is, is, is getting more active now that the season's back on. The Claire Wheeler one was very, very, very funny. Um, but we do... I would say that we we like to bag out Nat Tobin. I like to bag Nat Tobin out, even though she's the captain. Um, she's one of my really close mates. So, yeah, we have a lot of jokes with her now. She's the captain and stuff like that. We call her Tobin Twist sometimes because she likes to do this twist on the ball. But, you know, she's playing centre-back now. So we sort of we, we like to bag her out a lot. So there, there isn't heaps at the moment. But as the season goes on and there's more stuff that happens, I'm sure there'll be a lot. But, yeah, that... Nat Tobin, there's a lot of jokes and banter with Nat Tobin. She's she's hilarious. Well, we'll have you back on, and like hopefully you can tell us another funny meme, so it can be on the yes. list of Sydney FC uh, women's uh, memes that we have at FNR. Yes. Uh, Mackenzie, yes. Uh, yes. do you have a signature move? Because the Tobin twist sounds like uh, a dance move you pull out on a Saturday night. I know um, in my uh, sort of futsal local league group chat, I was always mean for only having one trick to get past people, which was a little drag back. Do you yeah. have a signature move on the pitch? Yeah, well, I, I do. It was last. It was actually two seasons ago when I came to Sydney. Um, people call me, they call me the poacher, but that, I don't know why, but... In, when we used to play 5v5s at the end of training, I used to always somehow just tap in goals and, like, <laughs> score so many goals. So now everyone calls me poacher. Whenever I score a goal at training, it's, oh, the poacher's at it again. So I would say that I, yeah, I would say that, you know, I do get a bit of banter with all the girls. So, yeah, I would say everyone calls me the poacher, which isn't really great to have a name, but um, but it is quite funny because I literally, like, it was just one session I just started tapping in all these goals. I think I was offside for half of them anyway, so it was so funny, though. Funny. Hey, they all so, yeah. count. Take them. They doesn't matter count. where far they're out there. That's exactly right. I'll take them in 5v5. So, yeah, I do get called a bit of a poacher, but, it, uh, yeah, I, I don't really like it, but it's, it's funny. See, I don't, <laughs> it's I don't see, the poacher one sounds great, but I was looking at some of your highlights, and some of the goals yeah. you scored from outside the box, they were a bit, you know, a bit spicy, and I was like, Jeez, maybe she is taking free kicks next season. Like, what's the go? What What are we looking at? Like, long range or do we want up close? What kind of goals are you, are you do you like? Oh, oh, I do like the long range, I think. I think mm. because I love a good long range goal, especially from midfield. Um, yeah, I do. I love a free kick. I don't take free kicks usually, but um, I have been practicing them. So I would say a long range goal is, is, is probably my favorite. All, all my favorite goals I've scored have been long range, I would say definitely. So we've seen a few of your current and um, and teammates from last season as well break through into the Matildas uh, setup just recently. I mean, it must be uh, a source of pride to see uh, the likes of Jada Wyman and Remy Seamson and, uh, of course, Claire Wheeler uh, make their debuts and get called up into squad. Yeah, no, it's, it's so good to see. Um, all of them girls deserve it so much. They work so hard. So it's... It's good to see that people in your team and people around you are, are getting into some squads, and you know there is there is hope for for people in our team because mm. you know Sydney we, we did so well last season and we got, we got rewarded um, 
three girls got rewarded for their seasons, and it's, it's super deserving. So it's super exciting to have them girls around, um, especially, you know, Remy and Jada, who are still at Sydney, and obviously Claire, who had an outstanding season. So it, it, it's exciting. Um, I'm happy. I'm so happy for all of them. They really do deserve it, and it, it's so good they can take the experience and take it into this season at Sydney. So, yeah, it is super exciting, and I, you know, I'm... I'm pushing for that as well. So it's good to have people around you that are reaching goals. You know, it's, it's hopefully it's not too far away if you, if you keep um, just working hard. So, yeah, it's good to see. Well, I don't think it's too far away from you from, like, some of your performances from last season. I have to ask, what is the, the thing that you think you're missing to get into that squad? What is that one thing you need to add to your game specifically? Um, I just think I need to keep working on, on my decision-making. I... I don't really know. I, I am a bit more of an now. I, I used to be a 10, but I've sort of um, realised I am an 8. So definitely my decision-making I need to be better at, um, continue to be better at. I have improved on my defending a lot and my fitness. So that's something I think I'm, I'm pretty happy with at the moment. But, yeah, just attacking-wise, if you look at um, the players in my positions, like the Claire Wheelers, the Kyra Crosses, you know, they're super good at um, going forward and breaking lines. So, yeah, that's something I want to add to my game and yeah obviously getting goals I think is huge as well getting the stats behind your behind your name you know the passing accuracy and all that stuff like that so yeah going need to work on and just um and get and get better at and hopefully I can do it at um this season at Sydney I have a lot of good players around me I'm fortunate enough to have such an amazing um a team so yeah hopefully I can can build on build on what I did last season and you know get a bit Keep, keep getting confident and pushing to, to, to get to that squad. It is, it is exciting. Um, it's, I'm obviously I'm working really hard and I'm, I'm still trying to, at the end of the day, it's, I have to perform well at Sydney and that's my, that's my priority. And then if the national team does come, it does. But, yeah, I'm, I'm super happy where I am at the moment. And, yeah, I just got to work on things like that to, to get me to the next level and hopefully, hopefully it will in the coming years. Let's uh, talk about the A-League women's as a whole. Is it an exciting time to be involved at the moment when there's expansion happening and plan for the season after as well? And we've got Wellington Phoenix coming in for the first time. You've got a road trip across the Tasman. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's, it's so exciting. When I... Why don't we have a Wellington team? Like, you know, New Zealand's such a strong nation. Um... Um, so it's so exciting to see that we have, you know, Wellington coming in and we have all these strong teams. And, yeah, the, the A-League women's is now, it, it gets exciting every year. And this year it feels it feels super special, I think. I think because obviously the 2023 World Cup's coming coming along, so that makes it even more more exciting. And considering how the, you know, how the Matildas are doing, it's just, yeah, women's football is growing every single year. But to have more... Um, more teams in, especially Wellington. Um, it's huge. It's huge for, for women's soccer. So, yeah, it's super exciting. I'm so keen to play them and to have them in the, our competition and to see, you know, um, New Zealand girls, like, how they play. Like, and so it's, it's super exciting. I'm, I'm really excited to play them. Well, I want to know, I want you to give me two players, one from Sydney FC and one outside of Sydney FC, that yep. A-League women's fans should be looking out for this season. Apart from yourself, of course. Exactly, exactly. Oh, We've got you talking about <laughs> Okay. Um, so at Sydney FC, so someone to look at. Um, I would say, I think, I think Courtney Vine. Um, mm. She's, I yeah, I've always been a huge fan of of Courts. I played with her for a, for a long, long time. She's 
she's outstanding. She's um probably the quickest player I've I've seen. She's she's honestly unreal. Um, and she's such a such a hardworking person. And yeah, she's um she's electric on the field. So I think she proved herself last season. I think she's going to have even even better campaign this season. And um outside Sydney, oh, it's a that's a tough one. We have a, a lot of a lot of girls coming up. I would say. Oh, I've put you on the spot. I do apologise. Yeah, no, no, no. That's fine. I can think. I can think of one. Um, I would say person, personally, this person's established, but um, I say Michelle Heyman is um, mm. obviously always some someone to watch. I think she's um, she's she's a very very good player. So it's always exciting to see her in the in the W League and in the A League women. So she's always she always produces. So I think yeah, I'd, I'd say Michelle Heyman's um, someone that. Yeah, always, um, always produces. So yeah, I would say her. I mean, the renaissance, the the return of Michelle Heyman last season was absolutely unbelievable. So I don't think yeah. that quite got enough mainstream media play. Just how remarkable that was for her to just come back and just tear yeah. up the league. Like that's that's got to be incredibly difficult on your body. Yeah, no, for sure. She's um, yeah, it was an unbelievable season she had. Um, I was like amazed by it. I was like. Yeah, wow, she she had such an amazing comeback and Canberra did so well. So, yeah, she was definitely one to watch last season and I think that, yeah, she'll be definitely someone to watch this season. She's just, yeah, she's an outstanding striker. She's so good. Well, um, Mackenzie, I was looking, researching, trying to be the best journalist I could be before this you know, this interview. And I, yeah. I heard you say you're a Chelsea fan. Now, what yeah. are your thoughts on Chelsea's, the men's team? And obviously, if, if yeah. you do watch the FAWSL, what are your thoughts on the women's team yeah. at the moment? Yes, um, I'm a huge Chelsea fan. Um, I love both the men and women's. Obviously, the men are at the top of the table. Uh, they're doing really well, so I, I love the men. I'm a huge fan of Kante, so that's mm. that's not the reason why I follow them, but I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Kante. Um, and obviously, Chelsea women, um, yeah, they're so good. I've I watched their recent game... Um, First Manchester City over the weekend, and yeah, they're killing it. Um, I think we could go top of the ladder in both in both um, in both leagues. Double. I think we're I think we're we're outstanding. So, now, now, Mackenzie, yeah, Mackenzie, we yeah. need to relax with we've this. Got, we've got an Arsenal fan in the studio here. So, with Chelsea going top of the table on the FAWSL, okay? Because the Gunners, this is our season, yeah. We have, we are ready. We are established. We are going for that top of the table. I did see that six. I believe it was six nil. Maybe six one. That um, Chelsea beat Man City on the weekend. Yeah. Yes. Now yeah, I understand Chelsea. they're great, but yeah. like, let's give the respect to the Gunners, okay? Let's let's, let's <laughs> relax no, there, Mackenzie. No, I'm sorry. The Chelsea, um, sorry, Arsenal women. They, they are killing it. I'm not going to lie. They are doing really, really well. But um, my my money's on Chelsea. Um, so I'm sorry. And same with the men. The men are doing well. Arsenal yeah. men are. No. I, I like them. I'm, I actually do like Arsenal. Um, I think they have, they have a good team. They've, they've proved the haters wrong at the moment. Thank you. So that's Thank you. See, that's we've got thing. we've got someone in the studio, Lockie Flanagan, who is a detractor, for former Arsenal fan, and he's left yeah. us. But I'm telling him to come back to the ship. The days, the Arsenal days, we're going back to. We're getting top four this season. He's. He should come back. Oh, I definitely agree. I definitely think you're getting top four. No doubt about that. Thank you. Thank no you. Doubt. No doubt.
I'm a huge Arsenal fan. Yeah, I like Arsenal. Is it exciting to watch the, the buzz around the FAWSL these days and how cosmopolitan the league is? So many Australians making a name for themselves over in England because obviously for so many men's players growing up, the dream is to play in the Premier League. Is Does the uh, Women's Super League occupy that same space in, in players' minds these days? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Especially in the last, seeing the Matildas, a lot of the Matildas go there. Mm. Um, I was always a huge fan of the NWSL um, as well, but uh, I think the English League is um, is unbelievable. Um, I, I, I'm a huge fan, and that's something, you know, playing in Europe is something that I've always wanted to do. And I think, especially England, like England's such, it's like the home of football. And like to see like, um, like Chelsea and Arsenal women's, like they're just such huge clubs now. So yeah, that is probably... I would say that's probably, yeah, the epitome of soccer for me. I would love to end up in England. I think that's, yeah, I think they're they're an amazing league and they're just getting stronger and stronger, as you can see, over the past couple of years. So, yeah, I would definitely say that. Well, we'll have to get uh, Sammy Kerr to, to put in a, a good word for you with Emma Hayes see if uh, one day yeah. you can you know, oh live the dream. God. Oh, my God. That would be a dream come true. I just, I'm a huge Chelsea fan, like, I just, I'm obsessed with them. Like, I love them so much. And, oh, to play to play it um, in the women's, especially Chelsea women, they're, they're just, they've, they've come and leaps and bounds, especially with Sam Kerr there and Frank Kirby. They have such a strong team. So, yeah, that'd definitely be a dream come true. Well, Mackenzie, I... I want to thank you for joining us on the uh, the show. It's our first show, so we had technical difficulties. I have no doubt we will have you on the show later on this season. We'll chat about how well Chelsea are doing. I have no doubt we'll be chatting about how well Sydney FC are doing and how well your yeah. season's going. Thank you for joining yeah. us, and we'll chat to you another time. Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. It was fun to be on. That's right. Mackenzie Hawksby. Good interview. Fantastic interview. She's she's, she's good talent. She's, she's not on and off the park. No, no, she's good great. Talent. The only downside is that she's a Chelsea fan. But you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll forgive, forgive her. <laughs> we'll forgive her. But uh, I'm excited. I think she has a chance. You know, like I don't know if she like straight away break into the Matildas squad, but I think she's got a lot of attributes to the Matildas and mm. need, especially going forward. Yeah, the midfield is is where there are opportunities to break into that side when. There's, the, the question isn't settled about who should be in that engine room and with, you know, Legazzo's injury with uh, Tamiki Yallop, I would say not particularly impressing me in that role and, and sometimes playing out wide and in different positions. Um, obviously, Kyra Cooney-Cross um, has excelled in, in recent friendly matches, uh, but I think there's a role for a player further forward who can break into the box, yeah. break the lines um, and... You know, Mackenzie Hawksby, if she smashes it this season, the W League players know that they're being looked at, yeah, that the national teams. team coach has them in mind for, you know, casting the net far and wide. And, and 2023, it's not far away, but it's enough time to put your case I, forward as a bolter. I think that what will help them this season is that we won't be as injured. We won't be interrupted by COVID, hopefully. So we will. Ha- they will play all the, all the games this season and it will be more consistent football so they won't be having to, you know, um, if you want to like have to, you know, like have to get get your body like reset. But I I have, I'm excited for the A League Women's season, Josh. This show is going to be this show is pumped for the A League uh, mm. Women's season. How are you feeling about the A League? I'm really excited. Uh, I think it's going to be a good year uh, for both leagues. I think there's going to be renewed optimism and enthusiasm. 
the broadcasting can't be worse than it was last no, no, year. Exactly. Hopefully you know, we'll have no it, logos or tuba guys. Do you know what I asked for? All I asked for is a, a person who watches the FAW, so I asked for commentators to know all the players' names. That's mm-hmm. all I asked for. I asked for enthusiasm <laughs> when you commentate the games, and I asked for good analysis. I don't think yeah. that's too much to ask for. If, we, if uh, Channel 10... And uh, was it Paramount Viacom? What are we doing? Paramount, Paramount Plus, CBS oh, Viacom. There's too many names. Too many names. <laughs> but if they can do a good job, I think it will allow more fans, uh, like normal, like regular Aussie fans, to mm-hmm. get in, get excited, and get excited about the 2023 World Cup as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's such a huge opportunity for the game here, and we need the women's league to be established in the public consciousness. We need everyone to know what it's called. For starters. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> no, that's that's uh, we, I priority plan, number one. Dedication for this show. We are going to name the name the league right every single time. Oh dear. It's going to be like a little swear jar every time we get the name wrong. I think the dub is the, the dub, yeah. safest way to go <laughs> because you're right with the old title. You're right with the exactly. new one. Exactly the dub. The dub because W's as well. Big exactly. Obvious. Massive dub. I want to thank Josh. Thank you very much, my co-host today. I want to thank uh, Chelsea. She was fantastic. We had her on the first half. If you missed that, you can check it out on SoundCloud. I want to thank Mackenzie as well. She was mm. fantastic. Uh, that will be on SoundCloud as well. Thank you, everybody. And we will see you next week. We have. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to have an amazing guest next week, so you should Ooh. really tune in. I'm very excited. I cannot wait for that one. Exactly. Thank you.